0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode sixteen sixty four. How to Heal Hypervigilance by Shayna Olmstead of com. Hello everybody and welcome welcome to ORD. My name is Greg Audino. I'm your host of the show and your narrator. I bring you some of the world's best content on relationship building and the many facets of relationships. And the work I've got for you today comes on behalf of Shayna Olmstead. She's got a really great article here about one of her clients and how he improved his interactions with someone who he felt triggered by and how you can do the same if you're in a similar predicament. So let's jump right in and optimize your life. How to Heal Hypervigilance by Shayna Olmsted of ShaynaOlmstead.com. I get triggered every time I'm around him. He said. He's always judging me. He felt self critical, always trying and failing to live up to what he thought his dad's example was. His dad was Superman, always ultra productive and competent and fast, juggling a million things, running a successful business, going to the gym twice a day, and learning Japanese on the side, all while making it look easy. In truth, his dad's perfectionism is also not healthy. He most likely has unconscious beliefs tying his self-worth to productivity, as well as a silhouette of a man staying in the flight stress response to avoid dealing with his own feelings. Okay, I know I can't really diagnose dad, but it is helpful to remember that he is a flawed human being as well. My client never felt understood by him. He is a gentle, slow, ethereal, spiritual, angelic being. He's so compassionate and empathetic, always trying to make everyone around him happy especially his dad. This resulted in anxiety, resentment, and exhaustion. He's always tuning into his dad's energy, trying to please him, no matter the cost to him or his own energy system. Of course, this is generally unconscious. As we started talking about this pattern in session, he started realizing how much he is subtly paying too much attention to his dad when he's around him, rather than staying in his own body. Especially for sensitive, empathic people, Hypervigilance is very common. Our spidey senses are always very attuned to everything around us, but they kick into overdrive when we are around a perceived threat. This is our sensitive nervous system trying to keep us safe and protected, so we can have gratitude for this. At the same time, it's important to be aware when this is happening so that you can make a conscious choice about how much you allow this to impact how you feel and behave. With awareness comes choice and freedom. As we discussed in session with my client, there are some tools that can help you create some freedom for you as well. Number one, prepave for success. Especially around people you know you get triggered by, in my client's example, it's his dad, prepave your interactions to help you stay grounded. Most people are anxious before potentially triggering interactions, so practice changing your dialogue. Instead of, I'm so anxious, I'm so uncomfortable around my dad, Try, I'm feeling more confident and empowered every time I see my dad. Before you know, you'll be speaking to or seeing him, pause, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, and imagine loving energy flowing into your heart and filling your body. Visualize yourself feeling calm, grounded, and loving as you picture the interaction with your dad. Send him loving energy as well, and remind yourself of what you appreciate about him. You can't control him, but you are in charge of your own energy. Number 2. Create awareness of your hypervigilance Sensitive people tend to unconsciously tune into subtle energy shifts, changes in tone, body language, and facial expression more than other people. This is your nervous system trying to protect you from perceived threats. Instead of, I have to pay attention to everything to keep myself safe, try, I am always safe, I am always loved, and all is well. Focus on your own body on purpose. Wiggle your toes, place your hand on your leg, feel your seat on your chair. This will help to keep you in your body instead of always trying to please everyone. It may feel uncomfortable or even selfish to practice this. This is normal. Keep practicing anyway. It does get better. And three, focus on love. When you can remind your energy system of that loving energy you felt when you were prepaving the interaction, it helps you shift into the parasympathetic, relaxed and responsive state, and out of your hypervigilant, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn state. As you continue practicing being present in step two, it gets easier and easier to remind your energy system to align with the energy of love as well. Instead of, I need to stay on guard to defend myself, try... I relax into the energy of love in all of my relationships. As you focus on your body and are present in the moment, take it to the next level by imagining a bubble of loving energy surrounding the two of you. This energy is helping you both feel relaxed, energized, and calm. This will allow you to feel more confident, speak your truth, and set boundaries if you need to. You just listened to the post titled, How to Heal Hypervigilance Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And thank you so much to Shana for this post, as well as for opening up a bit about her practice. Certainly three great tips provided from her today. But also pay attention to her note about how her client never felt understood by his father and was ultimately trying to make him happy. So if you're not working with a counselor, or if you are, and you're interested in applying this article to one of your own relationships, don't forget to do that kind of investigative work. In addition to preparing for the triggering moments as she guided us through so wonderfully today, also sit and reflect on what it is that you really want or are trying to get from that person. What is the impetus driving your behavior and that onset anxiety? What might this tell you about who they are, who you are, or what needs of yours aren't being met? The more specific we're able to be about these things, the better. It adds another layer to that present moment work, and we also stand to find better outlets of getting what it is we're really after. Wishing you luck with that, everyone, as we end things for today. Thank you so much for being here and listening all the way through, and thank you again to Shayna for sharing her work. I hope you enjoyed, and definitely tune into our weekly bonus episode, which is available now as well. That'll, of course, be episode 1665. Hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.